Hola, buenos dias. Welcome back to episode 13 of our ASE podcast about coronavirus around the world. Today's letter is N, and we have chosen to explore Mexico. As of today, there are 2,439 confirmed cases, 633 recovered cases, and 125 deaths. Its population is 126 million people, and it's located south of the United States. The economy of Mexico is a developing market economy. It is the 15th largest in the world in nominal terms, and the 11th largest by purchasing power parity, according to the International Monetary Fund. As the novel coronavirus spreads in Mexico, doctors and nurses at public hospitals have begun protesting a shortage of personnel and basic supplies, such as masks and gloves. Medical staff held strikes and walkouts across the country this week, warning that a lack of resources increases the risk for them and their families, as well as for their patients. The federal government says that $150 million in additional medical supplies is on the way and that it is rushing to fill roughly 42,000 job openings for doctors, nurses, and other medical professionals that predate the corona crisis. For example, one doctor who screens dozens of people a day for COVID-19 at a public hospital in impoverished, populous Mexico state, which includes Mexico City, said that she's allotted just two disposable masks for each 12-hour shift. Ideally, she would put in a new mask for each patient. Even before COVID-19 arrived in Mexico, which has seen more than 400 confirmed cases and five deaths, the nation's healthcare system was strained. Lengthy wait times for procedures are common at the country's vast network of public hospitals and clinics, where most Mexicans receive care. Often, doctors and nurses have been forced to ask patients to buy them surgical masks, gowns, and other basic supplies. By many accounts, things have gotten worse since President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador took office in December 2018 and embarked on a program of deep cuts in government spending. The leftist populist who ran on an anti-corruption platform has canceled contracts with drug companies, which he alleged were working with a crooked network of hospital administrators. That may have been true, but Lopez or Abrador's dramatic changes have led to shortages of life-saving drugs. And Mexico has had its first confirmed COVID-19 case in late February, yet it wasn't until this week that it ordered schools to close and recommended that businesses let employees stay home. The streets of Mexico City are very empty, but many restaurants, businesses, and gyms remain open. Lopez Obrador has repeatedly contradicted the advice of his own health authorities. In a video message, he sat at a table near a supporter in Oaxaca and implored Mexicans to maintain the normal rhythm of their lives. He told them to keep going out. And this is strange considering that so many other countries have taken the measures to do lockdown, whereas in Mexico, people are advised to actually go out despite the spread of this virus. The Mexican government has held off on implementing more drastic measures because because it is deeply worried about its struggling economy. The peso has fallen dramatically in recent weeks, 
this week hitting a new record of 25 pesos to the dollar. And prices for basic goods are rising. At a market on Mexico City's south side, the price of a pound of chicken rose by 25 cents in a week, a major jolt in a country where the minimum wage is about $5 a day. Lopez Obrador also implored business leaders to not lay off employees and said that his government would grant loans to some small businesses to help them stay afloat. A growing concern is the number of COVID-19 tests available in Mexico. Authorities have given a range of figures from about 9,000 to 35,000. The government has conducted fewer than 3,000 tests primarily in people who recently traveled to areas with significant numbers of infections. Mexico is certainly in a similar situation to Japan, and the fact that the government does not want to take any drastic measures as it wants to face the more economic problems first. However, I've said it before and I'll say it again, I don't think that they should be doing this. I think they should be focusing first on limiting the spread of coronavirus. And honestly, because the lives of people, right? Like, if you don't ensure that the safe, the safety of your citizens, it's only going to have a greater impact on your economy in the years to come. So, by ensuring that your citizens stay safe now, they would be concerned, consider it an investment into the economy later. Yeah, I agree. I think that by that by Mexicans still going outside and taking this whole situation very lightly when it's actually a big deal when it does become a big deal in mexico it'll be too late and they're taking their chances instead of trying to make the proper measures so as of right now the government is testing primarily people who have recently traveled to area with a significant number of infections but there's I don't think that's a very proactive way to dealing with the coronavirus. I understand that many countries have limits of how many tests they can administer, but Mexico is well below its limits. And I think they could use, like it would be better for them in the future to just test those, first of all, test everyone who has traveled abroad recently, regardless of whether the country has a lot of cases or not. Because at this point, we really just don't know what countries have how many cases. And as well as like allowing people within the country who haven't traveled recently to also get tested. Because we don't know who they've come into contact with. Well, this is it for today's podcast on Mexico. Join us next time to find out what country we chose to explore for the next letter in our series, the letter N. This is Fina. This is Sophia. Thank you for listening.